everybody. Let's uh, open to the Word of God. We're going to turn to Colossians, if you can, please. We're talking about the Gospel today and um, what a wonderful thing we have and all the people said, Amen. Just the theme for my talk this morning is, um, <clears throat> bear with me, I'm trying to catch up with my heartbeat at the moment. Open doors. Under title, answers are closed rooms and questions are open doors that invite us in. And um, I want to pick up some encouragement here from Paul, where he's writing um, the letter there to the Church of Colossae. Um, I know the Church of Colossae, you know, it says there it's a city in Asia Minor back in that time, which is sort of modern-day southern Turkey. But we understand that Paul um, at this time is imprisonment. He's not able to be with them at this time. So the letter of encouragement is coming from him directly to the church. And um, and we as a church here benefit from this again. All people said, amen. He's really writing to the church of God, which is all of us. The time frame doesn't matter. And um, we can pick up here Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. If you can follow me, please. Break it down here. So Paul was writing this letter of encouragement to the church. And the opening statement here in verse 2 says, continue in prayer. And watch in in this same with thanksgiving. It says verse three, with praying also for us, that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in bonds. So in his opening statement here, he's really um, set a tone: prayer, a prayerful life helps a lot of things go smoothly. Um, and I think we all have that experience where when we really do put things to God, it does set a tone. It puts us in a right mind frame. And here he's giving the church the same encouragement. And he says here even in verse 3, he says, praying also for us. So not only for ourselves, but we pray for the church. We want the encouragement for the whole body of Christ. And uh, we're in a year where we know that uh, and every year we preach the gospel, but particularly this year we've got the convention uh, we get to be uh, hospitable to our uh, to all our brothers and sisters from across the world, from the states, etc. And um, we want us all to be encouraged by this one body. And um, here we have Paul also just mentioning the same thing that uh, he wants us to create opportunities to open doors, open doors to utterance. Utterance not necessarily meaning like we know when we spoke in tongues. We had that personal experience with God. We spoke in utterance, which is an unknown thing between, I suppose, in a man's uh, mind. It's a spirit thing between God and us directly. But the utterance is speech having a chance to speech through open doors. And as I mentioned before, answers are closed rooms and questions are open doors to invite us. And that's witnessing, I suppose, in a, in a, in a nutshell, to be honest. We know witnessing is not necessarily the easiest thing sometimes. And I'm talking from personal experience for me, maybe not for some others, which praise the Lord. Um, but um, weak street witnessing is not necessarily my strong uh, thing, but uh, when it comes to maybe a household or a, a, a family gathering or whatever it be, um, you know, there's an opportunity there wherever we are and we can use that ability uh, at any time. This is what he's pushing, uh, uh, encouraging us here. And um, once again, the door of utterance is just for the opportunity to speak the word. And uh, when it talks about the mystery there, he's talking about the mysteries of Christ. We know that from the world when it began, there's mysteries there. People weren't sure what was going on. We know that there's the, we know about the Trinity. We know about the, the, the virgin birth of Jesus there. His resurrection, which is when you think about it, it's an amazing thing. Like even even being in the Lord for so long, I still can't get over it. If you know, it's an amazing power. Um, the Holy Spirit, the simplicity of the Holy Spirit, is an amazing thing we have. These mysteries we know through the Holy Spirit. And all the people said, "Amen." But the people out there don't know, 
And this is the part that Jesus or the Lord had set up from day dot, that his work would be done through his people, that his spirit would be moved by his people. We'll read on. So it says here, verse 4, as I just mentioned here, that I may take it, uh, to may ta- uh, make it manifest, so to demonstrate as I ought to speak. So he wants the Lord to bless our speech. Verse 5, walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. Verse 6 there, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt. Now, I don't know how many people here, this is a bit of a confession time here. KFC, who likes KFC? Who gets double salt on their chips? Come on, I know. Why do we do it? We put salt on our food because when salt brings out the flavour, doesn't it? It brings out a little, it's a little bit of nurture, it's a bit of TLC, and it can bring out a little bit more from what we've got. And um, when we pray for things, when we ask the Lord to direct us, he can season that situation. He can make the salt. Um Sorry, it goes on here. I got distracted by KFC. There you go. Um, that you may know how ye ought to answer every man. And uh, we know, um, we know we don't know everything. Um, uh, and uh, like we like to think we do, uh, especially our teenage kids, you know. But um, but in honesty, we don't know everything. But the Spirit does, and it's where we do. We've got to rely on it, and uh, we learn, and we continue to learn to grow with that every day. And um, we won't turn to the time, but in Matthew 13, Jesus was talking about the parable of the soil, and he just says a simple statement. He says here, He answered them to you, it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. So there's a job for us um, to continue on here. Um, if I may just uh, give you uh, just a, a little bit of insight into what our family's been through in the last probably year and a half, two years, a really good thing um, and, a, and a privileged thing. It's always the Lord's work and all the glory goes to the Lord. And um, But um, uh, Barbie and I, we were, uh, and a lot of people be in the same situation. When you got kids, uh, we, we turn into soccer mums and soccer dads and, um, and on weekends, and it's a, <laughs> another full-time job. Anyway, we can find ourselves being busy, and we can always be busy. And, um, but what we found is that, um, particularly with our oldest son, Johnny, he was playing soccer. Um, and, um, oh, no, it's all right. So when he came up here, he's like, uh, uh, Kevin was saying, um, that about the heart, the heart strings that get exposed when you come on stage. It's going to try and hold it. Yeah. So, um, but, um, Johnny was playing soccer and, um, he's playing, uh, having a good time with his soccer. And, um, uh, the team was promoted to, uh, another promotion there, but, with promotion, you've got to count your blessings sometimes, as we know. Count your blessings name by one. I think there's a wisdom about that. You've got to also count where it takes you. Sometimes your blessing can take you other ways without realising it. Uh, if you know what I mean, I'm trying to sort of paint a picture here. But he got blessed with a promotion, which sounds awesome, but that promotion also meant Sundays. It meant family time. It meant uh, Friday nights for us particularly. Um, and we had to make a stand. We just knew straight away we had to make a stand. And admittedly at the time I'm thinking, oh, you know, here we are. We're going to be the bad guys. Everyone's going to be like, oh, here's the Christians doing their thing. Because blah, blah, blah. And I thought to myself, we're going to do it. We're going to make a stand. We're going to talk to the coaching staff. But we're going to pray about it afterwards. So the Lord just, just, just to bless the situation. Because admittedly, in all honesty, we've probably got a lot of cold shoulders from a lot of families because of the situation that we make a stand for. And they don't understand. They just don't, yeah, they don't understand. It's not their fault. Long story short, uh, fast forwarding, we moved into another club, uh, uh, team in the same club. That year, uh, and this is in regards to opening doors, by the way, 
this opportunity of opening door came to us, and we had no idea that the Lord had prepared this uh, soil for us. And um, what does it say in Harry Potter? Hagrid says, I shouldn't have said that, you know. Um, uh, that was all right. Um, so, yeah, so we got to the, um, the soccer training. We got the new coach. Little did I know they're from um, Egypt. And um, um, and uh, it was like sort of new, new ground for us. We started doing soccer training. And after the soccer training finished, went up to the coach and said, hey, look, we just let you know um, we won't be able to come to Wednesday night uh, trainings and games on Sundays. We can, you know, we can't have during certain time periods. And he turned around and said, oh, why is that? Like, that's really weird. You know, you want to play soccer and you, you know, should be, in, you know. Um, anyway, we said, look, we committed to a, uh, we committed to serving the Lord. And um, all of a sudden, I didn't realise, but his wife was not far in, um, over near the side with her children and she comes storming over. And, um, if I may paint a bit of a picture, they're from Egypt, um, and, uh, they speak Arabic, and I told them I was Christian, and next, and we're sort of conflicting with soccer as well, which people are very passionate about sport, if you can imagine, sport field. And all of a sudden, the wife comes storming over, and I thought, oh, here we go, you know, you know, what's going on here? I don't know what's going to happen here, but here we go. And she goes, um, she leans to Barbara and I and says, are you Christian? And I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> which one? No, uh, no. And um, and she's like, I am too. And I went, okay. And I'm thinking, all right. Now we've got the this, you know, the process of finding out where they stand. She goes, what do you believe? And I'm oh, sorry. You're like, I'm not used to this. I'm used to trying to tell people this. Now she's asking me the questions. Questions, like I said before, answers are locked. Those rooms, they are. They are. A lot of people hold things. We don't vent it. We just don't realise it, but we don't vent it. Questions are open doors to that invite us in. She invited me in, and it was through the Lord. And um, I ended up getting to say, we believe that Jesus Christ, Son of God, that he died and he rose again to give us a new way of life. She's like, yeah, 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 you know, sort of speeding me up like real quick, probably typical being too slow, talking too much. And then she's like, what else? And I said, um, and then we were talking about repentance and baptism. And I said, and we received the Holy Ghost. She goes, yes. And she sort of leaned forward with a big pause. I thought, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, we all know what we're talking about, don't we? And I'm like, this is where we get to. And then the, and it, you know, it all stops. And I went, and I speak in tongues. She goes, yeah, praise the Lord, I do too. And she goes, oh my goodness. And the, the, you know, just, and even then Barbara, you know, Barbara took over. <laughs> you know, Barbara's talking to her and that. But, um, and, um, but, um, Barbara talked to her, spoke about a testimony and she was just overwhelmed that she, what had happened, backstory is, they'd left Egypt to come to Australia for a, a better a lifestyle. And they had been allocated to Adelaide, so they come to Adelaide. And she had been praying that um, that she might be able to find some dwelling place for you know the spiritual side of things. And um, her husband um, uh, is a, is a good man, and uh, he he too is a Christian, but hasn't received, hadn't had a uh, uh, personal experience with God, but she had anyway. Um, and uh, she said that they prayed that they might meet somebody. And he um, uh, Moab had actually applied for a soccer coaching position. And he didn't want to go uh, up north. They wanted to live down south but, um, at this particular time. And uh, but he got this um, job in, uh, as a soccer coach. And he thought, well, we'll have to go. And, went as, and so, literally, first training, we, the two worlds collided. Doors open doors, and uh, this is what's happened. And uh, the Lord's blessed it. And um, and it's a funny thing. I've got a little statement here, which I'll try and find. Um, um yeah, here is it. I'm not trying to find, but I'll explain what actually happened is, um, the, um, he actually invited us to dinner to go to the house to witness to him a bit more. 
So Barbara and I got prepped. We got ready to go there, and oh, you know, and you get nervous going around people's houses. You're not sure what the, what's going to come up, and you know, you worry about the food too. Like they had Egyptian food, and thinking, oh, here we go. I'm a bangers and mashed Australian guy, you know. Like here we go. Like and Barbara's like, get out. You've got the Italian background. She's like, you'll be alright, you know. And uh, salt on it. No. And then um, anyway, so I got there, and I'll tell you what, food was fantastic. The Lord blessed it. But even better, when I got there, there was a gentleman sitting in the chair, that, and I did not know he was going to be there. And little did I know, he was actually now not sure what level of what he's from another church, uh, from an Egyptian church. And I think, um, yeah, you think you know what's going on there. Anyway, so a bit of a mediator. And I thought, you know what? The Lord's opened the door. I'm here now. And, um, what the, the Lord is amazing how he works. So as I was trying to witness to him, they speak very broken English in some parts. And so Moab, who's the, um, hasn't yet had that experience, personal experience of God, had to be the translator. So you give her a guy, this is good. So he had to translate what I was saying from the scriptures to the, to the, uh, to the other gentleman that spoke only Arabic. And, um, and it was an amazing thing because I'm witnessing the two people without them realizing. And, uh, it was easy for me because I also was healed of dyslexia. We've heard testimony before from Pastor David and the Arabic Bible was written back to front. <laughs> I don't what's the problem? You know, anyway, anyway. So, um, uh, uh, there was a bit, I actually got to get, get that in actually. They, they were amazed and, um, they were amazed by the, the gospel. And it was nothing that we don't all, yeah, we all know it. We know it through spirit, but we do know it. That's the thing. And they don't. And it's the simplicities of things in God that we just need to share. And I need to finish off because it's gone, gone longer than I thought. So we'll just, um, I'll make some comments here. So going back to Paul the Apostle, the letter to the Church of Colossae, the encouragement there. Paul himself had a conviction, as we know. And in Galatians 1 verse 12, it says, For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. He had a self-convicted uh, through scripture, through prayer life, to preach the word of gospel. And um just got here that uh, a few comments is a, is a statement. And this is definitely my case sometimes, and it might be for you too, but I was looking for the key for years, but the door was always open. So we've got the spirit, the doors are open, we've got the key. And I'm not saying it because I'm a locksmith. We are spiritually able to open doors, and we just got to step out in faith. And um, I've got here also just a few more statements. A smile can open a heart quicker than a key can open a door. Seasons with salt. When you, we, we have a prayer life and we're happy to preach the gospel and uh, we just ask the Lord, use me in whatever vineyard I can. It might not say, like I said, be the byways. Praise the Lord for the brothers and sisters that do that, by the way. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm envious in, in some ways. But praise the Lord for the ones that whips at work, as we heard, I think, uh, just from Meg before. Um, you know, in tight space, there's opportunity. There's a soul to be saved. And, um, look, I could pick, I could go on uh, with a few more scriptures, but, um, just a few closing statements here. We know in Luke 11 verse 9 it says, And I say unto you, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth. And we know we're talking about the Spirit here, but also if we ask things in God's name. And he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. If we pray for a witness opportunity and knock, the door will be opened. And um, when, just in the closing statement, and this is what I found in my personal situation here. When you open a door for others, you sometimes open doors for yourself without realizing it. A lot of people said, Amen. Amen.